Hello, friends, and welcome to the Canopy Podcast. Today, I have with me Tammy Anderson, who is on the 70 Palms Leadership Team, and we are going to be discussing encouraging joy, how to encourage joy in your life. So, Tammy, welcome. Thank you. Hello, friends. Hello, hello. We are the double Tammies. That's it's, right. It's the Tammy sandwich tonight. <laughs> so, um, what's going on? What's new? What is new? Living the COVID dream over oh. in Slinger, Wisconsin. God um, you know, I've really just been enjoying this downtime in life. Mm. So if I could find a balance somewhere between the absolute chaos of pre-COVID and the absolute boringness of COVID, <laughs> that would be a happy little medium for life. But, I think it would for all of us. Yeah. We've all kind of come to the realization that our lives before COVID was like out of control. Absolutely. It was too much. Yeah. But COVID's a little like Ooh, I'm bored. Yeah, this is too much boredom for <laughs> for the busybody that I really am. So, but enjoying the time with family, and um, if it wasn't this blasted cold, you oh. know, hiking and cooking and baking and all the things that uh, just kind of bringing it back to the roots. So, yeah. <laughs> and the family's doing well. Family is great. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Woohoo. That's always good. So when the 70 Palms team was picking what their topics were going to be um, for the canopy, you chose joy. Can you tell us what made you decide on that topic? Out of the 21, I think, different topics there were. Yeah, I, I like to think that I live a life in which I uh, exude joy and... Um, you know, I've heard messages in the past or, or read uh, books about it. Uh, joy is really different than happiness. Yes. So happiness, uh, sure, you're happy. You got a new outfit or you get to go do something with your friends. But joy is a different feeling that I really feel comes from the inside, from a life you live. And I just really hope that I um, exude that uh, to others around me, even if things aren't going great, um, there's there's always a reason to find joy in life. So I always say, you know, happiness is an exter- something external is making me happy. Mm-hmm. Where joy is a foundation, right? It is just a part of who you are. And if you're a Christ follower, I mean, I've known you for. 13 years? I was going to say probably 13 or 14. Yes. And um, we were only 12 when we met. <laughs> Just mere babes. Yeah. Babes in arms. And um, I don't think I can ever think of a time where you have not been joyful. Oh, thank you. Because, boy, have I been through some you trials have. and tribulations and over those 13 years. And that's the thing. Yeah. You know... Your circumstances don't control your joy. Absolutely. And I think you are a walking testimony to that. Because I know some of the, I don't know all, I'm sure, but I know some of the things that you have walked through. Sure. And very difficult things. Yes. And you have always remained true to who you are and true to this, it's not going to be me. Mm-hmm. Whatever my circumstances, it's not going to be who I am. I know who I am and that I am centered in Christ. Absolutely. And that is where my joy comes from. Yep. So yep. kudos to you, baby. Try girl. to live that out every day. 
Mm-hmm. And that's that's not easy. No. Especially in your line of work, you're working with the elderly. Mm-hmm. That can be very taxing. Yes. Yep. And just uh, life circumstances, like Miss Tammy had said, I mean, I've been through some tough stuff. I know people that have been through some much tougher stuff than I have. True. Um, but really just um, putting your hope in the Lord, and I don't think there's anything that can come of that but living a joyful life. Mm. So Beautiful. Beautifully said. Thank you. So we're still in the book, The Finishing School, by Valerie Warner. And she breaks this chapter down into three areas. Serve others, gratitude, and heavenly perspective. In any of these sections, do you have favorite thoughts, um, quotes, ideas? So we'll start with the serve others. Did anything kind of pop out to you from there? Yeah, um, I remember that this part of the chapter reminded me of one of the first times I did a, um, well, what would now be considered like a serve day um, down in Milwaukee at Adullam Outreach. And I remember leaving there and turning to, um, oh boy, I don't even know if he was my husband yet. I don't know, fiance, <laughs> dating him, I don't know. And just said, don't ever let me forget mm this day and how blessed we truly are and it wasn't a feeling I mean there was certainly some sadness and just seeing the brokenness but it was a feeling of my heart felt full that I could be a part a small Mm -hmm. part of helping others so I think serving others giving to others just kind of opens up like your heart's floodgates it does um and it brought me joy also brought me a little sadness, but it brought me joy mostly to know that even if he had touched one life that day, that day just really stands out to me. That you were able to hopefully spark joy. Yes. In others. Yes. Yeah. Particularly children mm. that just really, um, I mean, my children will never know that kind of brokenness and poverty. Um, but yeah, just sparking that joy in others and just being a extension of God's love. Because Adullam does homeless, is that correct? Or are they? Uh... Um, at that time, I well, they kind of had a gamut of ministries, okay. but we were doing like a neighborhood outreach. Gotcha. Um, there were there was music and backpack giveaways okay. and that sort of thing, and I just I really had never spent time in an area that was that broken. Gotcha. Like spent some time there, you know, not just Just drove drove through through or Mm -hmm. threw some change in a bucket of a homeless person. I mean, it was spending time with these people. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. What about gratitude? Um, This part I, I think spoke to me the most and it was about um, not always looking for the next thing. Mm. And I am a person of always looking for the next thing. Um, You and me both. During, if it's, um, well, my thing is kind of like cleaning and like making sure things are organized. I like things real orderly, real clean. And so I really didn't do a great job of like honoring the Sabbath. Um, And so I never, I never took that, that time to rest and really just, be and be thankful for the things I have it was like okay what do I have to do next what do I have to clean next what project do I have to get done next what appointment do I have to make um and so 
just taking the time to step back and be grateful for all of the things that I have because I mean we are really just blessed beyond oh, yeah. belief. Yeah. I mean I want new countertops, you know, but like <laughs> really I'm blessed. <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard, isn't it though? Because the, you do want to improve what you have. Yeah, yeah. But you are also you know you're immensely blessed yes. and you, you have been given so much. So it's that balance. How yes. do you work that out? Yeah. And, Not looking for the next thing. My house is fine. My house is beautiful. I just really don't like the countertops. So I don't, do I really need to look for that next thing? No, I'm just going to sit in this beautiful home and be present and <laughs> take a rest and enjoy what I have. Oh, it's so much easier. So good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it sure is. <laughs> I'm so glad that you can do that. <laughs> I have a hard time with that. That's why the, my word for the year is savor. To literally sit... And just sit in whatever it is that I'm going through, whatever I'm in, whatever moment, and just enjoy it. Just be thankful that yep. I'm there yep. and that I'm able to be in that moment. Right. It is, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. Yeah. A work in progress. Oh, oh aren't we all? <laughs> um, the next one in this chapter was Heavenly Perspective. Which kind of, I think, very much so ties into serving others and the gratitude. Mm -hmm. It all kind of comes to this pinnacle point of the heavenly perspective. So was there anything that stuck out to you? Yeah, I think, um, you know, if you turn your eyes upon Jesus and um, his plan for your life, there really is nothing you can be ungrateful for or mm -hmm. um, not living through or walking through that you that you can't think, well, this is part of the plan. Does this hurt? Does this stink? Is this making me anxious? That sort of thing. But it, we don't see it, but God knows exactly what he's doing. So just having that heavenly perspective and turning your eyes upon Jesus to walk through your life. Yeah. It, it is, I don't know if you saw on the news, but on Saturday, a man on the zoo interchange oh, here. Did yes, you see it? Yes. And he just just goes right over in 70 feet down. And he lived. Yes. So I saw that this morning. And I was like, okay. I have absolutely <laughs> nothing in the world that compares to that. Yeah. So yeah. thankful that I am okay. Thankful I was not on the zoo interchange on Saturday. Yeah. Thankful I was not driving. Thankful that I am alive. I am doing well. It just, because I'm thinking, I probably would have had a heart attack. Oh, right. I would have had a heart attack dropping the 70 feet off of the yeah. zoo interchange. And the miraculous um, events that there was no other cars Car that, that he, he landed. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, literally. he <laughs> And he landed, the truck landed upright. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? How did it not end with him being literally smashed? Crushed. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, okay, heavenly perspective right there. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, take the Divine will. Divine intervention. Yes. For sure. Which makes me, in my fear of bridges, even more like, and I love that part of the interchange because when you hit a certain point, you can see all of downtown. Yes. Yeah. And I love that. Yes. But now every time I hit that, I'm going to think, that's where that guy went over. Yep. That's where that guy went over. <laughs> Scooch is far to the left. I only watched that video like 28 times oh. since it, it popped up. And I'm like, how is he still alive? alive? It's amazing. Literally. I know. It's amazing. It blows my mind. So, yeah. 
Okay. Thanking God he lived. We pray for us. But oh, that's okay. that is, yeah. yes. I just, that's been running over in my head all day. Yeah. So Valerie closes her chapter on joy by saying this, stop looking for joy and start choosing it. Live with gratitude, serve others, and live in light of eternity. There you will find joy. What does that look like to you? What does that mean to you? How do you live that out? Yeah, I think, you know, we touched on uh, some of it in the in mm-hmm. the examples from the book, um, but really just trying to be more present in the moment. So one of the books that I have read recently um, for 70 Palms or recommendation by 70 Palms team was um, Present Over Perfect. Mm. That was a real, boy, that one slapped me right in the face. Um and another thing I'm doing in my work life is we are practicing mindfulness. Oh, wow. And that is really just um, about just the moment. So enjoying the moment, being in the moment, uh, soaking up everything you have in that moment. Yesterday's gone and tomorrow's never promised. Exactly. So that's, that's yeah. my take on the whole thing. Good. It's yeah. awesome. Is there anything you want to add to this conversation about joy that we did not talk about? I think I touched on it a little bit before, um, but ladies who are listening, if you can find some time to rest and honor the Sabbath, it has Mm. been something I have really been um, practicing and it is not at all easy for me. Um, Do it. You, You have to rest your body you have to rest your mind and you have to spiritually recharge um there is always going to be stuff to do there is always going to be a house to clean and kids to feed and appointments to make and new countertops to be had tom if you're listening i really want them new countertops. <laughs> um there's always work there's, there's always. always work but to just rest and uh to use tammy's word savor the moments you have and um, just just soak in the things in your life that really uh, bring you joy. Great job. As you know, we are closing each podcast by asking our guests to share three of their favorite things right now. And it can be literally anything. It doesn't have to be, you know, food or clothing or a book. It can literally be anything. So do you have three favorite things right now? I do. Okay. So I'll go from my most spiritual to my least <laughs> spiritual. Okay. Uh, the first is praying friends. Um, I have, mm-hmm. um, I consider myself an extrovert. So I love to talk to people. I love friends. I love hanging out with people. Um, but there's a few key people in my life that I can not only ask for a prayer, but at a moment's notice, they will literally just stop and pray for me, whether that be a text message, in person, um, and there's power in prayer, and if you haven't experienced it, I hope that you do, but um, recently kind of going through some stuff with one of my kids, and uh, my friend just said, I need to pray for you right now, and just we just stopped the entire conversation, and she just opened up in prayer, and it just the tears flowed and it yeah. just it was like this burden was like lifted off my shoulders it was almost like I forgot to give it to God I was mm-hmm. just so internalizing the stress of it 
Um, so that is my most spiritual, praying friends. If you don't have them, get them. And if you um, don't have them, be one. They're, oh, good. So um, I, try, I am. Nice. That's been a goal of mine for several years is to be better about being a praying friend and not shuddering beautiful. To, to open up. Oh, we could have people. a whole podcast about we that. We could, yes. <gasps> oh, we might have to do that. Okay. Write it down. Take I notes. know, I will. Um, second is my neighborhood. Um, I love my little neighborhood. It's a subdivision, which is three cul-de-sacs, no out streets or through streets. Nice. Um, there is kids everywhere. Um, with COVID, we've kind of been... I wouldn't say laying super low, but we uh, do hang outside a lot. Well, not this week, but my kids are snow kids. My kids are outside kids. One day we looked out the front window and there were 12 kids on the snow pile. Um, and so I just love that. I It reminds me of being a kid and you yeah. can find the kids by where the pile of bikes are. Uh, yeah. You can trust everybody in the neighborhood. They're just out and about and they come home to eat is about it. So. Yeah. I love that. That is fun. Um, and then my... That's childhood to me. That is... Chi- yes. That is childhood. There's so many times Tom and I talk about that is what it was like to be a kid. Yeah. And we yeah. are not helicopter parents. We're like yeah. probably a little too <laughs> unhelicoptery. <laughs> That's so hard. Like, hey, we haven't seen the kids in like two hours. Do you think we should find out where they're at? He's like, yeah, they're fine. They'll come home when they're hungry. And when they're hungry, yeah. when they're tired, when they need yeah. a drink. Yeah, when they fell in the pond and soaked their clothes, whatever. <laughs> so we're absolutely loving our neighborhood and hope our kids have... Uh, you know, carry all those memories and remember their childhood. And then the third, the least spiritual of all is pajamas. This also came from the book. I believe it was from present over perfect. (laughs) And I was still rocking some of my lounge clothes from like college, which was just a few years ago. Just kidding. (laughs) But I'm realizing I have these you know, lounge pants that are like 20 years old. So I finally started wearing grown-up pajamas. <laughs> My husband would not agree with the uh, fuzzy penguin ones that I do love. <laughs> but there is something about taking all of that daytime mm-hmm. tight jeans or stress or dirty stuff off and just clothing yourself in some real comfortable, nice Pajamas. Yes, I agree completely. It's, you take your day off. Yes. This is home. Yep. Putting on the comfies is home. And I, yeah, I'm i with you 100%. There is, I walked in last night, had Bible study <clears throat> here at the church, walked in the door, and it was like, you want to talk? And I said, no, I need to go take my day off. Yeah. I yeah. want to go, I want to get in my comfies. I want to be home. Yep. And it's like, okay, then can we talk? Yeah. So I'm with you 100. percent Yeah. So girls like invest in some. They don't even have to be expensive. I no. think I have some like LC from Kohl's, and they are just the comfiest things. I just feel different. I, I, yeah. I do too. Yeah. Your mood changes. Yes. Yep. Mama's in a better mood. Yes. She's in her comfies. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tammy, thank you so much for coming on the thank canopy you and chatting with me. me. It's been fun. Thank you for encouraging us and sharing about joy. Canopy friends, I want to remind you that in March, 
16th that we have Amanda Coggins that will be speaking at 70 Palms. So we hope that you will join us that Tuesday night at 7 p.m. at the Germantown campus. Thank you for being with us today and we hope that you enjoyed this conversation on joy. We'll talk to you later. Have a great night.